If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. Once you've downloaded that software onto your headset and you enter this room and then suddenly you've created an avatar that could look totally like you or totally random, so then you're part of the conference. In 2018, Lethbridge College in Alberta, Canada conducted the world's first full-day conference held entirely in virtual reality. The free conference focused on VR and AR and was entitled Merging Realities, and it was a huge success. Currently, Lethbridge is at work planning its third edition of Merging Realities after hosting a second successful conference in April of 2019. And their forthcoming third conference in VR is just part of their exciting plans for the future. Chris Hodgson-Bright is the chair of Lethbridge College's School of Media and Design. Chris, how did you yourself first become aware of the power of virtual reality as both a storytelling and a teaching medium? So I did my master's in essentially 360 storytelling, which is sometimes also known as virtual reality journalism. And so my background is journalism, so I did my undergrad with a communications degree, and I worked for various newspapers across Western Canada. And then most recently, I have been the chair of the School of Media and Design at Lethbridge College, and I've been a faculty member of Digital Communications and Media. And so in the last few years, a lot of our faculty have expressed interest in virtual reality. And so it was like this perfect kind of collection of amazing individuals all working together. And so all this kind of came together for a really cool project, which became Merging Realities. Please take me through that process from the time that you and your faculty first began talking about VR to when you came up with Merging Realities and basically made history in 2018, the world's first all-virtual reality educational conference. Yeah. Wow. What was that like? It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of nerves and a lot of excitement around this activity. So I worked with Mike McCready, who is now the president of the Alberta chapter for the Virtual Reality and Augmented Reality Association, which is a global entity. And so we kind of came together on this idea, and it was really cool because he did the kind of the online and virtual components because he wanted to use his students working together to really bring this all together to a really exciting event. And they thought that his students could provide kind of the technical backup in case anything goes wrong, and then to bring speakers from around the world to talk about virtuality and the power it holds. And then it all kind of came together and I kind of was focused on the more face-to-face. We had a virtual reality kind of showcase of the best in the province and what's going on. But then we also had the virtual component. So it was a really great opportunity in, in several different ways to bring together some of the world's best minds in the field. You said a lot of nerves and a lot of fun. Tell me about the lot of nerves aspect first and then the most fun experience you had, please. Sure. So we didn't really, we were hyping it up because we're all pretty good at promoting this on social media. So it was getting a lot of momentum that way. And we were really successful. Mike and the students were really successful in getting a lot of top-notch speakers. And so we knew we had the right people. We just didn't know the kind of impact it would have. And we were 
quite astounded and, and quite impressed by after after that event was over, we kind of breathed a big sigh of relief and, and saw that just had incredible amounts of traction on people watching the presentations on Twitch. And just really, there was a lot of engagement online during the event. And so, yeah, just a lot of success all over the place. So that was, that was really awesome to see. I'm trying to remember the figures, and I don't, so I'll just have to ask you, how many countries were participating? Overall, do you know how many participants? Oh, yeah, there was a great infographic that kind of represented all of this. I think I think there's something like 16 countries were represented, and something like, uh, I think, 56 cities from around the world. So just an incredible amount of engagement and excitement on this. So, yeah, and I think it was something like 3 million mentioned on Twitter. So that was really cool. It just, it just kind of blew up. So <laughs> That is really cool. Besides that, what was the most fun moment if you had to pick one for you from that first conference? From the first conference, I think what was neat is that we asked Alan Smithson to speak, who's with Metaverse out of Toronto. And he continues to be one of the t- kind of the top 10 minds in virtual reality. And he just really had a great handle of the virtual reality platform that we used, Rumi, and what he did was really engage the crowd and the audience while he was speaking and talked about the power of this medium. And then at the end of his talk, he launched confetti from his little avatar, and then he started playing Jamiroquai's Virtual Insanity, and it was just like this great kind of celebration of virtual reality at that time, and it's really kind of paved the way for how things have really taken off since then. I had not heard of Rumi prior to researching this interview. What other resources do you recommend for anybody that wants to do what you're doing right now? Yeah, so we used Rumi the first year, and they were incredibly hospitable and really worked with us to accommodate and and make the conference a, a great success. And what was neat, they also even branded this virtual hall where people from all over the world gathered with Lethbridge College inside of it. So a lot of incredible work. And then in the second year that we ran the conference, we went with a different platform, Altspace. And so totally different feel. And it was, again, uh, really a lot of great support from Altspace to really promote our events. And, and so that's, that's really cool how it's kind of grown. Before we look at the exciting things you're doing for 2020, Merging Realities, yeah. what would be one of the best lessons that you consider you learned between your first and second of these conferences that you're going to take forward with you when you create other ones? Yeah, I think just the fact that because it's a virtual reality conference, it's really challenging to actually hold it at a physical location because then people are simply in a physical space and they're looking at a big projection screen and they're trying to enjoy the experience, but they don't really get the power of virtual reality unless they're actually wearing a headset while watching speakers for this conference because you actually feel part of that conversation. It feels more distant. And so what we're hoping for next year is that we really engage the local school districts so it kind of becomes the showcase where students come in for the day so we again have the trade show aspect so students can see kind of the best in in the region of what's going on with virtual reality but also that we engage perhaps with any organization that's willing to donate us virtual reality headsets so then we can have people rotate through experiencing what this is like if they're physically actually at our Lethbridge College location. So just really understanding that and then also 
working with the speakers that we have to really promote the event from their channels and really to build it up that way. So I think those are a lot of great lessons that we've learned over the last couple of years, and we really hope to just capitalize on that. What date do you have right now for Merging Realities 2020, and where are you with your planning? (laughs) It's a good question. So we at least, we met in the, the spring earlier this year, just kind of right after the event and kind of did the best practices, what worked well, what didn't go so well. And we've decided that we want to really establish a committee for this fall and kind of touch base starting in September and kind of working through until the spring. And we're thinking that we're going to host it around March, perhaps mid-March, late March. We don't have an exact date yet. We just know that we're going to bump it up a month because last year it was right around the last week of convocation and there's a lot of other events that are going on and some people have like moved off campus because they finished school at the beginning of April and they've wrapped up their final exams mid-April so we're going to bump things up a month because we think that's an opportunity then the students are still in class they're still engaged they're still willing to work for marks and so I think we'll really celebrate with that added momentum and during the semester instead of afterwards where people are just exhausted. So I think that's one of the the good lessons that we also learned, yeah. I'm going to ask you for a sneak preview. This may not be a fair question because you might not know this yet, but if you had to give me a sneak preview right now of what we might experience during Merging Realities 2020, what might be some of the sessions we would see? Yeah, so again, last year we focused on education and the aspects that virtual reality can really enhance. So we might go with another topic to really look at how a whole different sector can really celebrate the use of virtual reality because I think that's the biggest stumbling block right now. People think it's like a fad. They think it's just, yeah, that's a really cool marketing tool, but not much beyond that. If we can show maybe the practical uses of virtual reality that are being adopted, that are actually showing a return on investment for businesses, I think then we'll really start to see a lot of more traction with this. And because Lethbridge College, I don't know if you knew this as well, but we're launching Alberta's first virtual reality and augmented reality certificate starting in September. And we have already maxed out our 30 seats for this brand new program that we had to do a lot of paperwork with the province and kind of get everything all aligned for this fall. So we're excited that with planning from zero to a full certificate program that we have actually found maximum capacity. So There could be also an opportunity to showcase some of the work that these students have done over the course of their year and maybe the entrepreneurial aspects of how businesses can hire virtual reality experts, developers, coders, and people who work in augmented reality and photogrammetry and 360 storytelling. So there's really a lot of excitement, but I think last year what was great is that we chose a sector and we focused on education. And because we're in the education business, we might just do that again next year but maybe we'll break it out with talking about different sectors and how virtual reality is is really benefiting them. So either way, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of celebration going on at the college because a lot of interest in applied research opportunities and working with industry to kind of solve some of the solutions that they're facing. And so having a whole brand new crop of students, we're really looking to see how we can engage with industry that way. This is going to be an exciting program. Let's get the link right now where people can find out about the next time you teach these sessions, because I know you're full right now, and also where they can find out more about merging realities as it happens for 2020. Sure. So I think just the easiest thing would be to just to give the route to the website, and then you can go from there. But lethbridgecollege.ca is 
really where all the the action is. And right off the homepage, I believe we're still promoting the new virtual reality and augmented reality certificate program, plus kind of some of the applied research opportunities that we're looking at exploring. So there will be links on that homepage to the Emerging Realities Conference in the spring of 2020. And there will be a lot of other mentions of the type of activity we're exploring in there leading up to that event. LethbridgeCollege.ca Since so many people are unfamiliar with virtual reality right now other than as a gaming type of device, would you take me through this? Let's say we've signed up. I've signed up for Merging Realities 2020. What do I do? What do I experience? Sure, great. Okay, so I think the best thing for you to start looking at is researching and maybe looking at consumer reports or looking at some of the technology reviewers to see what is the best headset that, first of all, can meet your budget, but also can meet your needs of how you plan to use it. A simple headset can range from anywhere. You could do a Google Cardboard for $10 to a, about a $100 kind of entry-level model that you could snap your phone into to something like a high-end. You have the HTC Vive, you have the Oculus Rift, and the Oculus Quest. There's all these. There's You could be tethered to a computer, which means you need to then buy a computer to go with it, or what's really exciting is that Oculus just released a headset earlier this year where it's it's totally wireless, and so you don't need to buy that additional computer, and it only goes for about $400, and that is what we're looking at, kind of getting our students outfitted for for this fall, and pretty good entry point because the costs have come down substantially just in the last few years, and really, I think that's the biggest thing and the point of adoption of how many people are actually going to adopt virtuality in their home as like a gaming option. Any of those headsets will work for meeting a variety of needs. And then so to actually be part of that conference for Merging Realities 2020, you'd simply, again, go back to lethbridgecollege.ca, follow the links for if you need to download any program like Rumi or Altspace. I'm not sure who we're going to go with this spring. And so we'll provide all the kind of the login details. You'll probably have to create an account for that. And then you'll simply be able to, what happened in the last two years at least, is that you click a button once you've downloaded that software onto your headset and you enter this room and then suddenly you've created an avatar that could look totally like you or just totally random like a robot or something like that. So then you're part of the conference where you see all these little avatars or little computer headless kind of bodies floating around and then you'll be able to engage with people in the conference at that time and actually speak and meet with different people and talk about the industry and kind of engage with the speakers. You can ask questions during their talks or when they're done their talks and then you can also meet with the other people who are signed into the conference at that time. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. It really does. I was intrigued to see on your website that you actually have etiquette for the different avatars, what you do during a conference, which wouldn't have occurred to me. That was interesting. Yeah, we've had to have some people just in the room monitoring the activity of the different people who are in the conference. Sometimes people shout out, so you have to mute those avatars just because they're looking to drop in and they actually have no interest in attending the conference. So just to kind of really make sure that other people are not being bothered if, if somebody's trying to talk to them and they have no interest in speaking with them, that we politely ask those people to leave. So yeah, we've actually come up with etiquette because 
when you're trying to enjoy a conference and enjoy a world-renowned speaker and you have somebody that's pestering you during that talk, it, it makes it no fun at all. So we've really tried to make it comfortable for a lot of people, no matter if they're new to the technology or they're very comfortable and are an industry professional, we don't want them to be disturbed during this conference. So yeah, the etiquette has gone a long way to really getting our understanding of how to behave in this virtual environment. And it would not have been something that even have occurred to me before I looked at the website. That was really interesting. <laughs> sure, yeah. What about the concerns that sometimes people have about virtual reality? Am I going to get dizzy? Am I going to have eye strain? What do you do against that? Great. So it really depends on how you react to the technology. And yeah, some people have felt dizzy. So for those people, we recommend just sitting in a chair instead of standing up and trying to move around a room as you might actually bump into different things in the room. So if you haven't mapped out a clear space where you know you can walk throughout, that could be an option, just sitting down, avoiding the dizziness. Also, if you're feeling some eye strain, things like that, being in virtual reality is quite the experience and it takes your eyes a about, I don't know, five to ten minutes after you're in there to kind of adjust back to the light once you've taken off the headset. So really just knowing your body and knowing what you're comfortable with and knowing if your eyes are going to have some strain and things like that, then you just take a break, go in there for maybe 20 minutes, 10 minutes, even start off slow and go in for short segments of time so you're comfortable and then build up that time as you get more comfortable and familiar with the technology. You really don't know how your body's going to react until you get into that. And so there's some people who have been in virtual reality for a full like 12 or 24 hours where they've been painting a landscape or things like that and just having a blast and, and playing different games. And so some people are quite comfortable with that, but I imagine they've built up that time in virtual reality by kind of slowly adjusting their body to that. So it's it really depends on how you feel, but you'll you never really know until you put on that headset for the first time. Start slow and take it a little bit easy is what I'm hearing until you get adapted. Yeah, definitely. How would you most like to grow and develop both the Merging Realities Conference and your programs there at Lethbridge College within the next five years? Great question. I think for the conference, we'll really look at how the industry is evolving, and we really want to stay on top of those trends. That's really the thing that we'd like to celebrate at Lethbridge College, being the first program in Alberta. We were just months away from being the first in Canada to have a full-fledged virtual reality program, but there's another school like Vancouver Film School. They have another program. But I think we see that our program can evolve from a certificate program, so from a one-year program to looking at a full two-year diploma, and then even a degree from there, really looking to build that out. And then having our connection with the Virtual and Augmented Reality Association we hope to, again, stay on top of those trends and do the applied research that really keeps us kind of in the midst of the latest technology and, and development. And so the conference will just be a celebration of those best practices that we plan to stay on top of as the technology evolves. So it's really quite exciting. And, and that's the greatest thing about having these speakers from all over the world. There's so many great people all over the place that are doing some amazing things, and we just want to celebrate what they're doing and then also see if we can work with them and collaborate. And whether that's research or game development or anything, we're quite excited to just keep riding this wave. I wish we had a program like this one down here. Any chance you'll ever do it online? Definitely. That's definitely we're looking at the avenue to how we can offer this online. That's something that we're definitely exploring, and, and we'd love to host tours if anybody's interested in visiting southern Alberta. It's just a, about a three-
three-hour drive from Whitefish, Montana. So if anybody's familiar with that area, we're just north of the Glacier National Park in Lethbridge, Alberta. So we definitely welcome anybody to join us and, and come out for a tour. As we wrap up here, Chris, if people could only get one thing from you as a media professional, as a journalist, as somebody who's on the cutting edge about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you want them to take away from your work? Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And I think that's the greatest thing. A lot of the times you think you have to be this professional, you have to be very comfortable and somebody who's very technologically savvy. The amazing thing is virtual reality is evolving so quickly as like journalism continues to evolve on a daily basis. I think these things will always be a part of our life for a healthy democracy. And so I think just being comfortable and being willing to dive in, not being scared to try out something new and realize that kind of everybody's in the same boat of learning and professionals in the virtual reality industry have become professionals just in the last two to three years. So this is not something that people have been involved with for the last decade or things like that. Of course, there are those professionals who are have been working in the technology, but there are also those who are just having exponential growth or success with their business. And again, they've only been at it for two to three years, so not afraid to make mistakes and just to dive in and, and have a lot of fun. Chris, thank you for your time today. Thank you. It's been great talking with you. You and I have been listening to Chris Hodgson-Bright, Chair of the School of Media and Design at Lethbridge College in Alberta, Canada. As Chris mentioned, the third edition of their Merging Realities Conference is tentatively scheduled for March 2020. You'll find more information on Lethbridge College's website at lethbridgecollege.ca. If you'll look under Events, you'll find updates on the 2020 edition of Merging Realities as the schedule is confirmed. Meanwhile, if you'd like to take Chris up on his offer of a campus tour, you'll also find contact information. That's lethbridgecollege.ca. Type virtual reality into the search box and you'll find out more about both Merging Realities 2020 and Lethbridge College's new certificates in virtual and augmented reality. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.